coming up. Again, you guys know this is a rabbit hole that we go down, right? You can't just flirt with sleep. You either you're all in or you're not. That book, The Tired Child, is for anybody that has a child in their life. It's not necessarily for doctors, it's for moms, it's for grandparents, it's for educators, anybody that has a child in their life. And as I'm fond of telling parents, nobody knows your kid better than you do. So if there is something that is that is sticking up for you that just doesn't give you the peace of mind and the closure that everything's good with your child, both my girls had tongue ties. I didn't know. Nobody ever told me. They just said, give them a bottle if you can't breastfeed. Um, Both my children had some variation of sleep issues until I started to dig deeper. The question that came to me was, I am a doctor. And I didn't know what questions to ask and who to ask these questions. So that was my main reasoning behind the book to give empower parents, to give them enough knowledge and information so they can go to professionals like you, to their ENTs, to their pediatricians and ask. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness for now I can Google myofunctional therapists near me, even though they're not in my town, maybe there's somebody in the next town over or someone that is able to help my child virtually. Yeah. That's Um, what Megan and I decided to do with our practices is take it virtually so then we can give that access to care. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is how she sleeps you know whoever knew a messy sleeper that a child that moves around at night that's not normal we might want to like ask why that's happening um so it is for everyday um as I call everyday normal people not that we aren't normal but um I know I kind of like I'm skirting there (laughs) along the boundaries but (laughs) We want to invite you to the first annual Munch Bunch Wellness and Rejuvenation Retreat in the Dominican Republic, November 9th through the 12th, 2023. It will be an all-inclusive retreat meant to refuel you, give you a chance to rest, relax, and network with others in our Munch Bunch family. We will also be talking about ways to get out of your own way so you can live your dreams, build your business, and do what you need to do. So check it out. The link is in the description, and the dates are November 9th through the 12th. Hello, and welcome to the Munch Bunch podcast. I'm your co-host, Megan Vanoy, with my myofunctional bestie co-host, Kimmy Nishimoto. And we are here to introduce and talk to sleep dentist, author, mom, all the hats, uh, Dr. Megna Dasani. And her practice is based in Houston, Texas. It's called the Healthy Sleep Revolution. Love it right on. We're here for it up, down and sideways. And she actually authored and released a book called The Tired Child. So Dr. Dasani, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to talk about your practice and what you're doing and also about your book. But before we do, we are going to let you pull our Affirmator Munchy Monday Affirmator of the Week. Kimmy, do you have the cards? I do. All right. All right. 
You just tell me when. Oh, no, now. you're the one. You're the star. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is our positivity message for the week. Okay. So we got a little chameleon and I don't know what that animal is next to the chameleon. So <laughs> an owl? No, it's some sort of like rodent marmot thing. I don't know. So we have animals. Uh, the theme for this week is transmutation. I have the ability to transmute negative feelings into positive ones, and I exercise it at will. The next time someone frustrates slash annoys me slash eats tuna too close to me, I will lean towards kindness and acceptance rather than stabbiness and loathing. But if they're also humming while eating that tuna, then all bets are off. I love it. I love, I love being able to, that's actually a really great word. And I think it's a great word for what we're talking about today, right? Like, you know, the things that we used to know about sleep, the things that we know now, the things that we think are, you know, are just like normal for kids versus what we know now. I think that's a, a beautiful, a beautiful start. So Dr. Dasani, please tell us more about yourself and your practice and what got you motivated to start talking about sleep. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I know we've it's taken us only a couple of years with life happening. So I appreciate you guys having me as your guest. Um, as you mentioned earlier, I practice in Houston in the Clear Lake area, very close to NASA. So I like to say we're in their backyard, not literally, but very close. Um, I am a general dentist. I still see patients for everyday dentistry. I still do all the things people assume dentists do. Um, I see kids, adults, um, but a huge portion of my practice is um, airway focused. And I don't, I can't remember when was the last time that I evaluated a person that came in for, and I say this, quote unquote, just a cleaning, because we all know there's no just a cleaning, um, that we did not, you know, have airway evaluation as part of what we were looking at. Uh, my practice name is Dasani Dentistry, just fairly easy. Um, the airway aspect of my practice is called Sleep Houston. Um, so it's kind of guides patients into understanding where and what we do. Um, how did I get started? Um, I'm fond of saying that anything that is a passion for anybody comes from a very overwhelming personal reason. And it was that for me as well. Um, we lost a family member. It's been a while, about 20 years ago. I just moved to the U.S. And, um, you know, I remember going back home for the funeral and everybody just, the answers we got from the doctors was, Oh, it's genetic. It's genetic. And even then I knew there's no such thing as it's just genetic. I'm sure genetic components may have played a role. So I went looking for answers while I was back home. And the answer I consistently got for our family member was sleep apnea. Now, all those years ago, um, I don't know that the CPAP, but I definitely know that oral appliances were not um a treatment option back then. But I came back after, you know, the funeral and everything. 
just knowing I did not ever want to have to go through this again. I didn't, I didn't have children then. And I just knew I didn't ever want my kids when I did have them to have to go through this kind of loss again. So I set up on a path, you know, it's like, I'm fond of saying, I was selfish. I just wanted answers for myself because, you know, we're special, right? Only my family goes through stuff like this, or at least that's what I thought because nobody knew anything. Um, But then the more I dug, and you guys know, this is a rabbit hole that we go down, right? You can't just flirt with sleep. You either you're all in or you're not. And I found that my family, and I say this in air quotes, grew because then it grew to encompass my office manager's dad, who was battling with sleep apnea and hated his CPAP. Um, It was, you know, the patient that we treated with an appliance for sleep apnea asking me, hey, doc, my grandson snores too. Could you make him an appliance? Or um, our UPS guy too. It's like, we'll be like, you look (laughs) like you check all the boxes. Have you had a sleep study? Um, But that was really my journey. That's what got me started into sleep. And initially I only treated adults. Um, this was like 12 years ago, maybe. And um, as we you know, went down this path, and as I shared my journey with other doctors and my best friends, and um, we came to a point where we realized we were missing an entire demographic of the population, children, because kids snore as well. Kids have fragmented sleep as well. Kids breathe through their mouth as well. They wake up grumpy in the morning. You know, they check all these boxes. Um, So then that was another rabbit hole I went down. It's like, but why? Why is this happening? And then it's, there's just been no looking back. It's like, I I think I learned something new every single day when I talk to people, when I read something. Um, And I still say there's so much more to learn, at least for me. And that journey is ongoing. Yeah, we are. We're just learning new things every single day. Like when, you know, when I first started out, gosh, what, 2014, 15, 16, like we weren't even really talking about like, quote unquote, posterior tongue ties, right? We've, you know, right? Like, (laughs) and, you know, and that's not that long ago, right? Like that's not even 10 years ago. So I love even in the past four to five years, how many more people have really started to look at these things. And I don't know if, you know, the pandemic and people connecting more online and social media has like helped spread the message more, but I love being able to hear other people really like, you know, from everywhere. And I love that the book came out because as a, you know, not, I'm not a, uh, seasoned parent my daughter's only you know two and a two and a quarter but even like my nieces and nephews I see all these red flags and they take them to the pediatrician or they you know and nobody ever thinks it's a big deal until it is oh my gosh yes you know it's so funny you mentioned posterior ties um this was probably right before the pandemic or maybe just after the world opened back up. I had a doc reach out to me and say, I think it was in response to a post I had. And they're like, you're talking about posterior ties. Like, what even is that? Do they even exist or did you just make this up? I'm like, I cannot believe. I mean, I guess on one hand, I can believe because there's, I know I've been through dental school twice and I didn't learn about all this. Um, so I kind of understand that. So I'm glad that, you know, we're putting all this knowledge out, this information out. And 
I know you guys probably saw it, but I did with the pandemic, with all of us being quote unquote stuck at home with our kids. But I found more and more parents, like I think I started more pediatric cases in 2020 after we were allowed to see patients, just because all these parents were like, oh my gosh, my child doesn't sleep well, or they have, you know, all of this. And they had more time to read up and get educated. And we were all sharing, you know, our thoughts and everything. Um, so I guess that's one good thing that came out of it. You know, people became more aware. We were able to enhance awareness. Um, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially because uh, everybody had more time. And we always think like, oh, I'm just so tired because I'm busy, 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 going, going, going. But during the pandemic, when we couldn't really do a lot, I know that I personally was like sleeping like 10, 12 hours because I'm like, might as well, I'm going to catch up. But sometimes you get those hours that you're like, if I could only get like a couple more hours of sleep, then I'll be better. And you're like, okay, well, I got all those hours, but I still feel like garbage. So I think that was also the impetus for people um, as well as you're just kind of like more aware and we also learned during the pandemic that if you had a breathing disorder, like asthma and stuff, you were more likely to get the COVID-19 virus. But who is most likely to have asthma? People that overbreathe, including mouth breathers. Dr. Roger Price was on our podcast recently, and he said, um, sometimes he'll ask people with asthma can you imagine having an asthma attack sitting quietly in a chair reading a book? No. <laughs> right. No. Right. There's so, yeah. You know, I think um, just like we talked about with Dennis too, like our, at least the pediatricians I work with, they're in the same boat, right? When they're looking at our children, they have to look at their entire body, right? They're going head to toe development and all of that. And if they did get any training with regards to dentistry or growth and development in the mouth or even sleep issues, it was probably the same that we got, not much. Um, and then it's a battle getting them to evaluate, assess, and kind of get on board. But I'm, I'm just so glad. I'm thankful for the docs that are coming around, that are learning. Uh, we met up with the pediatric, uh, the pediatric office actually yesterday. They reached out and they're like, we have all these kids that are mouth breathing. Can you help them? Can you, like, what can you do to address this? Because I think they're now seeing, as you mentioned, with asthma and such, it is a waterfall effect. One thing cascades into the other, and then you have this big pool of mm -hmm. issues that that child has. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's all so much more interconnected and interrelated than even we realize, right? It's still the Wild West for the mm -hmm. world of air right now. Um, as we go, like I said, you know, every day there's all this research coming out and things that we're learning. So it's a super exciting time to be in airway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. And especially because there's so many things that we've known anecdotally for so long and we've been able to speak to. And now we've got so many amazing people out there putting research and science behind it too. And I think that is so important as we learn more things in school and as we involve other healthcare providers you know, we always talk about how we're just like one piece of the puzzle. And so being able to connect with other providers who are able to see these things and share research as we see research in that in a collaborative way of being like, hey, this is what we're looking at. What are you looking at? And how can we collaborate together? 
is really, I think, such a powerful way to move the field forward. So we want to introduce this Thought for Tots course, a parent's guide for toddlers ages two to five for Mini Mayo. We have Megan and Kimmy going over nasal hygiene, myofunctional exercises, breathing exercises, tongue tie healing protocols. And then we have Jenny June going over sleep hygiene and Kelsey Baker going over feeding therapy and body work. Uh, the course is 297 and the link will be in the description. Um, tell us more about your book. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I wrote my earlier book called Airway is Life, um, I swore back and forth up and down that I was done because it's an effort. Um, that book really was about uh, sleep issues in families. I started mm-hmm. writing that in 2020 when we were home. I was like, might as well use my time. Um, and, you know, it was very well received. My patients benefited. You know, we had tons of professionals share it. And um, and then I thought there was this little voice in the back of my head that kept going, but what about the kids? Even though I do mention kids, there's a little section dedicated to that. But and I kept going, what about the kids? What about the kids? So I decided to actually spend more time, effort, energy on that. And that, that book, The Tired Child, is for anybody that has a child in their life. It's not necessarily for doctors, it's for moms, it's for grandparents, it's for educators, anybody that has a child in their life. And as I'm fond of telling parents, nobody knows your kid better than you do. So if there is something that is that is sticking up for you that just doesn't give you the peace of mind and the closure that everything's good with your child, ask questions. But, and I now know both of, I have two girls, 18 and 15, both my girls had tongue ties. I didn't know. Nobody ever told me. They just said, give them a bottle if you can't breastfeed. Um, both my children had some variation of sleep issues until I started to dig deeper. The question that came to me was, I am a doctor. And I didn't know what questions to ask and who to ask these questions. So that was my main reasoning behind the book to give empower parents to give them enough knowledge and information so they can go to professionals like you, to their ENTs, to their pediatricians and ask Mm -hmm. what questions to ask, what they can maybe consider looking at and say, hey, I see this. My child sits there with her mouth open or she's always tired in the morning because, you know, it was like, oh, my child wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. There is no wrong side of the bed. It's just the child is tired, right? I mean, it's like we're making excuses for that. Um, So empowering them with that knowledge as to what questions to ask, but also who to ask these questions. Mm -hmm. And you and I know, all three of us know that sometimes we don't have that tribe, that community, that village around us to be able to treat the child. In which case, who should I be able to reach out to? Thank goodness for now I can Google myofunctional therapists near me, even though they're not in my town, maybe there's somebody in the next town over or someone that is able to help my child virtually. Yeah. That's Um, what Megan and I decided to do with our practices is take it virtually. So then we can give that access to care. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I know that is so important. Um, So that's what the book is all about. Empowering parents. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm always grateful for like, you know, a massive database of people that get it, that can go there. So that's what's so great about the airway circle is, you know, there's, that's a way that you could find providers is airway circle because they're going to be more likely to get it. You could go to your dentist and ask about a tongue tie or ask about why your kid's teeth grinding. You'll get a myriad of answers, whether they're correct or not. It's what the dentist has been trained in and that's what they're going to tell you, but it may or may not be the most updated research. <laughs> yeah. And I agree with you having that database where all of us like-minded professionals are in there, you're going to get an answer from you or somebody else on there or someone that's in your, within where you are, that's going to be able to guide you. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, in your tired child book, um, is it written for the average person or is it more like of a dental mindset or medical mindset? It is for the average person. There's lots of stories, um, of patients that I have seen. Some are my own kids stories. Of course, all identities have been changed, you know, things have been kind of to respect that privacy. But the goal was for somebody to pick up the book and go through it and go, oh my gosh, that sounds like my child. Or that's not exactly my child, but they check these boxes. This is exactly what she does. Or uh, this is how she sleeps. You know, whoever knew a messy sleeper, that a child that moves around at night, that's not normal. We might want to like ask why that's happening. Um, so it is for everyday, um, as I call everyday normal people, not that we aren't normal, but um, <laughs> I know I kind of like I'm skirting there <laughs> along the boundaries, but <laughs> don't call me. But yeah, it's for, <laughs> it's for the general population of people who, you know, are asking these questions and they're told, oh, it's fine, they'll grow out of it, or oh, every kid does that, or oh, I wouldn't worry about it. Mm -hmm. So you also host events, and you mm -hmm. talk about like the, your airway revolution. How did you get into that? And how did it go in the beginning? How's it going now? Because anytime you put yourself out there like that is low key panic inducing, is anyone going to show up? You know, all those feelings. Yes, <laughs> that is very much real. So, you know, when I started to treat these patients, I am a systems person. I guess I come from a family of engineers. And even though I'm the only doctor in my family, I kind of inherited that from my dad. <laughs> um, so for me, it is like, give me a uh, like a new procedure in the practice and I have to build a system around it. And we did the same with sleep when we were, you know, when we started to do that within the practice. Um, and it got to a point where my best friends would be like, can we just come hang out with you? So, you know, we can kind of learn how you do this in the practice. Sure, come on down. And it got to a point where we'd have other doctors and I started to host these little mini events. Uh, those were usually okay because that was people asking to come hang out with us. Right, yeah, um, that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, that that's like, you know, no harm there. But then in um, 2021, I decided to put myself out there and I said, we're going to host the Airways Life Summit um, and we're going to bring the dental community together. And I say dental because that's what was in my brain, but um, we ended up with MDs, ENTs show up, of course, my functional therapists, hygienists, um, dentists as well. 
And yes, there were many moments of panic going, oh my gosh, we have a ballroom booked at the hotel and we have catering that I've paid for. Is anybody going to show up other than the speakers and myself? <laughs> and <laughs> um, thankfully we did have um, people show up. Uh, we all learned a lot because, you know, we had, like I said, we had an ENT that spoke. We had um, somebody that spoke on marketing, just everything that comes together as in a dental practice, what you need to be able to reach your patients, effectively get your message out and implement this and successfully treat your patients. Um, so yes, super scary. Uh, I still, I know I'll have sleepless nights before this year's event. We have it coming up in September. Um, at Space Center Houston, actually, it's right inside Space Center Houston. So, um, so yeah, we've had people sign up. I know there's people going to show up. And of course, registration is open. So we're continuing to uh, put the word out. Yeah. And if people want to find this event and learn more about it, where can they find it? How can they register? We might it's all on the website. Yes. <laughs> website, magnadasani.com. Um, and then forward slash summit 2023, but all of the sign up information is there. Um, we have tons of learning this, this year. We always have tons of learning. Um, <laughs> we have, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we're all about just like, what more can I soak into my brain? Um, uh, my sleep empty is going to be speaking, uh, my ENT, Dr. Tran, who works, who's who mm. I work with. He's going to be one of the speakers. We have a myofunctional therapist, uh, medical billing, lasers in sleep dentistry. Um, there's tons of tongue ties. Uh, Dr. Tara Erson, if you don't already oh, know her. Yeah. Dr. Tara has yeah. been on the pod. We love Dr. Tara. She is amazing. She was one of my speakers uh, the previous year as well. And she'll be a speaker this year too. So yeah, lots of good stuff. That's awesome. Good for you and good for teaching everybody, not being shy to just keep it small way to expand and build it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Um, so that's coming up in the fall. What are you doing in the meantime? Do you have any speaking engagements or are you just in full prep mode? Um, no, I do have a few speaking engagements, but I have a senior graduating high school. Full mom mode, full mom mode. <laughs> yeah, I like on the daily, I fall apart because it's, she's my oldest. So this is my first time letting a child off into the world. Um, so graduation is next Saturday. She can't wait. Um, and she will be headed to UT. So all of from now until the fall is just going to be about her. I'm going to soak in every yes. second of every day that she will allow me to, <laughs> but then getting ready to just let her spread her wings and fly. I love that. We've done it, but it's so hard to let our kids do it. Oh yeah. I know. It's, it's <laughs> like, that's different when it was me. It's like, it's different when I was going to do this. Like, no. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I call myself a smother mother because I love my child so much. Like I just like. Well, as they deserve, our kids deserve every bit of love we have for them, for sure. My mind is blown that you could have an 18 year old. Like <laughs> you look amazing. <laughs> 
Kimmy's like doing the math. I'm going to <laughs> also, another thing you said is you went through dental school twice. Like, how did you get the guts to do that? Not once, but twice. I know. I mean, did you need more proof that I was crazy? Um, <laughs> but I was born and raised in India. I went to dental school there. I actually had a practice for six years before I met a boy and married him and followed him to Houston. Um, but then when I moved to the U.S., um, I could not practice or get a license without having gone to school. So I had to go back to school uh, for what's thankfully called as the advanced standing program. So it's for international dentists. So I didn't have to go through the four years of dental school. I just did the clinical portion so we could finish up with the national boards and the licensing exams oh. and all of that. Okay. That's nice. That's really nice. It was still two years of, you know, taking two hours to prep a class one composite or amalgam back mm -hmm. then. Um, but you get through it because, mm -hmm. and I'm glad I did because I wouldn't have been able to do all of this without it. Yeah, that's true. Everything happens for a reason. If you were just working in a lab or something, you wouldn't be able to be doing any of the tongue tie release. Yeah, I was like happy staying at home and raising the girls. And I'm thankful I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it. What fuels your fire, right? Well, Congratulations on the book, Thank book you. number two. I can't believe you do that on top of anything else that you do, but you're amazing. Um, you. How can people find you on social media? Um, I'm always on Instagram. My handle is Healthy Sleep Revolution. Um, same thing on Facebook, Healthy Sleep Revolution. That's really the best way to find me. Um, I usually just... I answer my DMs, messages. There's people reaching out to me all the time, you know, patients that find me through podcasts like yours or even my own podcast and um, my website. There's a little box for send me a message and um, I usually respond to those emails myself as well. So magnadasani.com is the website. Beautiful. Love it. And of course, if you guys want to find us, you can find us at the Munch Bunch podcast. You can find us individually. You can find Kimmy at Mouth Muscle Memory. You can find me at NWMFT. And you can find us in person in November, November 9th through 12th in the Dominican Republic for the Munch Bunch Retreat. We are going to talk through burnout, limiting beliefs and self-love, and how to impact and improve your business. So if you guys have questions about that, the link's in the bio. Um, we're super, super excited. Uh, we've got a great group coming with us so we've got a few more spots if anybody is wanting to claim them mm -hmm. actually right. Megan I have good news on that too so I've had this like building the vision of what I want the retreat to look like and I studied Reiki this year and I'm like that would be so cool to give people at the retreat like tools on how to do some like you know, meditation, but also work on some of their energy stuff. And so I was like, I want to teach a segment at the retreat about um, self healing and uh, doing self energy work. And this week, I was walking through a little town, and there was this like cute little bookshop and I walk in, I'm looking around, I found a book about self healing using Reiki. Love it. So I feel like it was like kismet yes. meant to be. 
and it has everything that I've been wanting to work on for this retreat. So that was my win for the week. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much again for joining us on Munchy Monday. We will see you next week. We have a special offer for our Munch Bunch listeners. To book a virtual consult with Megan, she's offering a discount of $25 off. Just email her, Megan, at nwmyofunctionaltherapy.com or through her website, www.orofacial-myology.com. To book a virtual consult with Kimmy for the $25 off, email her mouthmusclememory at outlook.com or through the website www.mouthmusclememory.com. 